You're tuning in to the Bookmatic's Best Book Podcast, where you will discover author secrets from books that'll make you feel, grow, and learn. These authors are from all over the world, all different backgrounds, and you are sure to learn a whole lot from their personal experiences. So please enjoy, subscribe, and let's get into it. Welcome everyone to the Bookmatic Lifelong Learners podcast. We have a special guest here today, Jenny Lee, the author of Spark Change, 108 Provocative Questions for Spiritual Evolution. That's such a great title. I love it. Jenny, welcome to the podcast. So uh, a little... Yeah, a little bit about her book, just from my personal perspective, uh, before I let herself introduce uh, herself and her book and what she does. Um, so when I read through the book, I was quite amazed about all the different questions the book had, uh, of course, uh, 108. Um, and the way that I picture the book is, it's, it's a very good way to reflect on your life, reflect on all the questions that that come to your mind. And, you know, sometimes we don't even come up with these questions. So Jenny did a really good job of, of really thinking about what sort of questions we can ask ourselves and answer uh, throughout our life to, to help improve and uh, evolve our emotional self. So uh, I'll let Jenny introduce her book and herself a little bit more. Thank you so much, Matt. It's great to be with you today. And um, I'm happy to share a little bit about Spark Change with the, your listeners and readers. Um, so I've been a coach, a, a yoga therapist actually for over 20 years. And a big part of my coaching practice is asking people questions. And so I've learned over this time how to formulate questions in a way that really gets people to think in a way different from how they have been thinking habitually. And I find that when I can jog someone's mind with a question that makes them kind of stop in their tracks for a moment and go, huh, I have never really thought of it like that. Then all of a sudden the wheels start spinning a little differently and you know they're gonna get closer to some inner truth. And so um, my intention behind writing Spark Change was to provide a, a book in people's hands who you know, maybe aren't wanting to step into a coaching process with someone, but that they want tools to work with on their own time. Um, I, I had a lot of fun laying out this book in the 12 sections, uh, which we can talk about a little bit more, um, in terms of the, the basic arc of change that someone might go through, whether they're making a career change or a, they're changing relationships or you know anything in life where we're encountering something new, a transition of some kind. I have found that there is really um, a process to that in terms of how we identify what needs to be changing. We look at the things that keep us from moving forward in terms of our beliefs and um, 
our willingness and all of that. And then <clears throat> finding the inspiration and finding that, um, that inner knowing and inner clarity that is what propels us forward into taking the steps of change that will make us be a lot happier in our lives once we can uh, gather the courage to do that. So it was, um, it was really fun writing this book and it, it's, people can engage with it in a couple different ways. So I'll just kind of ramble on here for another moment and say that uh, although it is laid out methodically to take someone through a process uh, like I would in a coaching session, it, it, it's also a book that you can open up randomly. And I've heard some really cool stories from people who have just decided to open it up randomly and see what question pops out to them. And inevitably the universe just kind of delivers that right and perfect question in that moment for that person. And so I've heard some pretty cool stories about that. And so it, 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 it holds a lot of different possibilities for ways that people can work with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, one other way that I personally have used it is, uh, uh, like you said, kind of opening up randomly, but like using that question as a journaling prompt. Like that right there, for me, I'm really huge on journaling. So using that question and just letting my answer flow down onto paper, getting it out of my brain and uh, just looking at what, what is going on in my mind. And uh, that, that has been very impactful for me personally. And I'm sure it would be for the listeners as well if that's one approach that they want to take when reading your book. So um, what inspired you to, to come up with the idea for your book and why 108 questions? I know you explained that in the book, but maybe the, listener, maybe the listeners are curious. Yeah, sure. So, um, well, again, uh, I just really wanted to give people who maybe were a bit shy about uh, doing a, an in-person coaching practice, you know, that that's not for everybody, right? So there are people who like, who are more in, um, introverted and don't necessarily want to get into conversation with someone else as they go through their self-growth process. They, are, they like to journal or they like to just meditate and be with their own thoughts. So this gives people a way to, like you said, kind of jog the mind and then journaling is a great thing to do with this book. It's highly recommended. I, I write about the, the process of um, moving energy through our hands. So actually physically writing, I mean, typing on the computer is good too, but physically writing in a journal is, is very powerful way. I know I was reading one of your recent posts about imagination. And I know you're also really big on learning, lifelong learning, of course. So, um, so this is how we continue to learn about ourselves, right? Uh, is thinking about things in a different way. And I loved also what you said about imagination. Uh, I'm also a big fan of stimulating the imagination. And so I find that questions can do that. They can it really get people to think outside the box from where they've been sitting in their lives up until now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, there's something that I always say, I don't know if I picked it up from somewhere or if it's original quote that, but uh, actually, I believe I did pick it up somewhere. It's ask yourself the right questions or the best questions and you'll get the best answers. So yeah, definitely questions are very powerful. 
whenever we're reading through books and we ask questions, it's, it means that we're being a demanding reader. So uh, by you asking us questions at the, as the author, you're kind of switching the tables around and, and getting us to think about our life deeply. So that's, that's awesome. Thank you so much for, for doing that and asking us tough questions, actually, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And you had asked about why 108. And um, I actually get asked this a lot in interviews and I, I don't answer it because I do want a little bit of a reveal in the book. So I answer that, that question in the introduction to Spark Change. There's a lot of significance around the, the number 108. So I give a pretty thorough explanation of that. Mm, in the book. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Um, you know, there, there was one question that I'm, I'm curious about. Um, so I noticed that in each chapter, if you want to call it a chapter, uh, you don't, you don't really explain too much. Like each question is a chapter and each chapter is only like a one, maybe two pages long. So I'm curious in your approach, why didn't you explain too much more about the question? I know that would have lengthened your book a whole lot. Cause actually your book is pretty short, like a hundred and 40 pages, if I'm not mistaken. 160, I think, maybe. Yeah. Something yeah. Like that. yeah. So, yeah. yeah no, why that's didn't actually you a really good question. <laughs> that's actually a really good question. So, mm -hmm. um, it is because very intentionally, I didn't want to build out like a leading answer for the reader. I, I just wanted to kind of give enough guidance that they would feel like they knew how to engage with the question but that it would drop them into their own introspection. So this book really is about self-inquiry or introspection, um, which is a practice that I'm very, very passionate about, uh, as I think you are as well. It's, it's how we grow, it's how we learn, is by asking really good questions of ourselves. And this is, um, the book is meant to be a help, but just a start too, so that people can get a sense of how to ask a good question of themselves and then keep going with that and maybe ask it differently or ask a follow-up question to the ones that I offer. And so I talk about how to kind of go forward um, in the conclusion of the book, how to keep going with this practice. Um, I, I was working with a group recently and I had asked them to bring questions. And I found that a lot of people had difficulty formulating a really good question. So there is something to that. And I think part of, like you were saying, part of um, as we work through the formulation of a good question, we're actually getting ourselves to the answer. So that's why I didn't give too much of like an answer, if you will um, in each, in each one. Yeah, it's very true. Um, you know, a lot of times when you find a book with either questions or just, just a book in general, the author is often just spouting out what they believe their opinions and, uh, you don't do that. Right. Uh, so yeah, thank you very much for answering that question. Cause I was curious, you know, um, you, you really want the, the person to, think about those questions and reflect on them. So that that's unique. That's good in my opinion. And uh, yeah, who knows the, uh, the audience might like that as well. So um, yeah. Um, now another question for you would be if there were only one thing the reader could take away from your book, I know this is a tough question, but what would that be? Yeah, 
I love tough questions, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always happy to have a tough question. Um, one thing that they would take away, I would just hope that they would take away a sense that the answers really do lie within each one of us. So a sense of empowerment that they can, if they take the time to do self-inquiry and think through their own answers, that they can find the answers within. I really do trust the, the intuition of each individual to guide them to their right answers. Mm -hmm. um, now, <clears throat> of course, we all need guidance and that's why we read books. That's why we, we learn and we take in. But it's about synthesizing that through our own experience and through our own inner wisdom that it becomes our own. And so that's what's really important. I really want readers to feel empowered. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So suppose someone did need some more help with, uh, you know, maybe the, the direction they, they need in their life to be able to grow as an individual, to be able to reflect, because I know a lot of people have their individual pain that they experience. And oftentimes we do need help to over, overcome that pain. Um, a lot of people cannot do it on their own, or they don't even realize that they need help. So could you tell us a bit more about your, your coaching and maybe uh, some of your other purposes? Like what, what exactly are you doing with, with uh, the books that you write and the businesses that you have? Yeah, so maybe explain a little bit more about that. Yeah, sure. Um, no, it's really true. There, there are times, and I've certainly gone through a lot of my own therapeutic process uh, with wonderful coaches and guides over the years. And there are, there is a time when we need someone to be with us, to be physically present with us as we work through, especially really painful, challenging um, experiences in our lives. And so I have a couple of different ways that I work with people. Um, I do individual coaching. Obviously, right now, everything's happening over Zoom. Um, I'm based in Hawaii. So uh, when I can, I do see people here in Hawaii, although I'm kind of remote too. So a lot of my work always has been over the computer. Um, so we do sessions like this you know, where we get on and we talk about what is present for that person. And I bring in tools from a very eclectic background between uh, yoga philosophy and practice, spiritual psychology, West traditional Western psychotherapy, body-centered psychotherapy. I have a very mixed background, um, but it all really centers in empowering the individual to, to learn how to, um, come to a greater understanding of themselves and be courageous in their choices going forward in their lives to find the greatest fulfillment. Um, so individually, I have that coaching practice. And then I do a group coaching series as well. And that happens periodically throughout the year. It's always listed on my website, um, which is my name, Jenny Lee, yogatherapy.com. And people can, uh, that's, a, that's a little different. The group coaching on Zoom is fun because, um, well, A, it's very inexpensive. So if someone was financially challenged to do individual coaching, the group is a way to do it inexpensively. But it's also fun because you bond with this group of people as you go through 
these practices that I lead you through and um, you start to see that you're really not alone. And I think a lot of people feel alone right now. There's been a lot of isolation in, since mm -hmm. the pandemic. And so it's kind of nice for people to know that other people are struggling with the same feelings and that they are and that they're, they're not alone and we can help each other. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Having a sense of community and belonging uh, is so important, especially now with, uh, you know, lockdown, a lot of people staying in home, a lot of people alone, uh, disconnected from reality, maybe even. <laughs> so uh, yeah, having a sense of community is, is very important in, um, in mental health and just growing as an individual. So um, why should people read your book? Why should people go out and buy it? That's a tough question too. <laughs> well, actually, I have a very simple answer. Um, and this is something that we've, we've shared uh, with some of the marketing around the book, but it, it actually is very true in my heart, which is that one question can change your life. And I have had the experience of having someone ask me a question, like I said, that just stopped me dead in my tracks. And I've had people reflect to me that the first question in the book has stopped a lot of people dead in their tracks. <laughs> and so um, I know the power behind these questions and the intention that I brought to writing the book in terms of um, gifting people with a perspective that is gonna change things hopefully in a very positive way for them. Um, again, I'm all about empowering the individual. Uh, towards their own truth and helping them feel courageous in forward movement in their life. So I do believe that even one out of 108 questions could change your life. So if for no other reason, go buy the book out of curiosity because you just don't know which one it is. Yes, very <laughs> and true. Write and write to me and tell me which one you opened to that stopped you. <laughs> yeah, very true. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, like I was saying earlier, like this is not the type of book that you just want to read cover to cover in a day. Right. Uh, th this is really the type of book that you want to sit down with. I mean, you could open it up every single day, maybe focus on like one question every single day. Uh, actually, is that what you would suggest to the reader um, in, in your opinion as the author? What would you say? suggest taking time with it. Yeah. It's not a speed read. It's not a cover to cover fast um, read <clears throat> because you need time for reflection. It's really asking you to pick up, pick it up, read a page. And that's why we did the one page per question. So, you know, for those of you who don't have the book in your hands, it's, it's literally just like a question at the top of the page. And then about two to maybe three paragraphs sometimes of explanation on how to work with that question. Um, and then there's 12 sections or themes um, with nine questions in each theme. And so it's very easy to leave on your bedroom nightstand or on the living room table and to pick it up and do one question a day and sit with that, maybe journal with it, or just let it rattle around in your mind during the day, mm -hmm. how it, whatever your process is. But yeah, let it digest a bit before you go on to the next one. You'll get mm -hmm. the most out of it that way. Mm -hmm. And could you tell us uh, what the sections, you said 12 sections, right? Uh, what the sections work on? What are the sections about? 
Yeah, let me see if I can do it off the top of my head. I have the book with me just in case I get stuck. But <laughs> so the first right. one is changes uh, or change in general. So identifying what change needs to happen or you're feeling called to. Um, next one is values because values really sets the foundation for how we make the changes that are going to be important. Um, next one is beliefs because our beliefs can really hang us up or they can really move us forward. Uh I'm forgetting what number four is. Let's see. Willingness. Ah, yeah. Because um, we might think that we want change and do this sort of foundational setting, but then when it comes to the nitty gritty of taking action steps, we have to look at how willing we actually are and engage our willpower. So that's chapter four. Five is looking at the lessons that come up as we move through change, because there's always lessons to be learned. Um, chapter six is taking accountability. Uh, that's a tough one for people because we like to lay a lot of blame out there in the world today, but really mm -hmm. we're all responsible for our own stuff. So accountability, uh, acceptance, self-acceptance, huge. If you're going to really move forward, you got to be practice a lot of self self-acceptance, self-compassion, um, inspiration. So how do we continue to draw out of that imaginary imagination realm of potential, um, knowing, you know, we all love to know, and we're living in a big world of uncertainty right now. So that's a fun chapter. Um, love, my favorite, and purpose. Everybody needs to know why the heck they're here. And then the final chapter it has to do with mastery. So that's um, that's the one I get the least questions about, actually, <laughs> for people who've read the book, because of course it's the toughest. You know, finding that real. Um, ability to keep bringing your highest and best to every day. Yeah, that's very helpful for the, the listeners to know exactly what each section works on. Um, yeah, because we need to know about that in order to we whether we want the, the book or not. So uh, thank you very much for telling us about each of the sections and uh, the, the questions that those sections work on. So uh, yeah, is there anything else, Jenny, that you would like to add to this? Anything else that maybe we missed? I mean, I think we covered the most important things in terms of um, being curious. I guess I would just say add a little bit about curiosity. So as a, also a big fan of continuous learning throughout our lives. To me, the quality of curiosity is so important because we can, um, as adults, I think get very set in our ways and think that we know everything <laughs> and that we don't really need anybody else's take on stuff. But to have, uh, have the curiosity of a child and the, that beginner's mind is so powerful. It really takes us into wonderful uncharted territories and keeps us fresh and young. And um, yeah, is, is just the best quality for staying young at heart and young in mind. So that's, I think, if, like I said, if for no other reason, be curious about which questions might really tickle something new in your mind um, and have fun with this book. Yeah, so true. Curiosity. I, I love that statement of keeping a child's curiosity. And uh, I always say, keep a child's curiosity with a adult's maturity, right? We, we are not kids anymore, so we have to act like adults, but we should always keep that curiosity, that imagination, 
and realize that we don't know everything. So of course we need to keep on learning. We, uh, we need to keep on questioning. And if we don't, then we just get stuck in the life of like mediocrity, you know? And, and we don't want that. We don't want that as, as an individual. We don't want that as humanity, right? <laughs> so uh, yeah, Jenny, um, I definitely appreciate having you on the show, having you on the episode. It's really good to, to hear your perspective about your own book. So we definitely appreciate that. Um, so I would like to ask you one last question. Where can people find you if they want to reach out to you or where can people get your book? Yeah, well, thank you, Matt. Thank you so much for taking the time and having me on the show. It's been a pleasure. Um, fielding some of your great questions. And um, people can find me on Instagram at Jenny Lee underscore author. Uh, I'm also on Facebook. Um, type in the same thing, you'll find me, although I have some long name on Facebook. I don't know what it is. And um, at my website, Jenny Lee yoga therapy.com. And my book, Book, books. I have three books. I've written three books, but Spark Change and, and my other two can all be found at all major booksellers, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, all the indie stores. And um, Spark Change is published by Sounds True. So if you're a Sounds True fan, you can also go onto their website and buy it there. Um, but yeah, I would love to hear from you. Also on my website, there's a lot of freebies um, on the Spark Change page. There's a free guided meditation. There's a book club guide. This is a fantastic book for book clubs, I'll just say, because it's kind of a ready-made book club with all these questions. It's really fun to do with your friends. Um, it's a really fun holiday gift because, uh, or birthday gift, because it, it just engenders conversation immediately when you open it up with somebody else. And um, so there's a book club guide. There's also a guide for yoga teachers and a guide for coaches and therapists. And all of those are free on my website. So please hop on there and uh, grab some of the freebies. And Oh, and there's a free excerpt of the book. So <laughs> what else? What else can you ask for? <laughs> yeah, sure. I, I will definitely include the uh, links in the description uh, of the podcast, YouTube video. So uh, you can find all of those links that she mentioned down below to all of her social media, her website. So feel free and click on that, get her book. And thank you so much, everyone for listening. Uh, go, go spark some change. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much, Jenny. Have a fantastic day. Thanks, Matt. Yeah. Thank you everyone for listening. Bye-bye.